0: Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. Welcome back to Life at Peace. So as you may have picked up on from the title, I am discovering the beauty of learning when and how to say no to keep my cool and to avoid falling apart. There are so many different contexts for saying no, but we're gonna zero in on uh, the idea of saying no to avoid overextending yourself. And in this context, People who struggle with saying no are what we affectionately like to call people pleasers. I can say this because unfortunately, by nature, I am one. My default setting is to be agreeable, to smile, laugh, keep the peace, get along with everyone, not rock the boat, that whole deal. Anyone who's spent any length of time with me knows this, (laughs) and anyone out there who is willing to admit to themselves that they're a people pleaser can understand this. If you've ever heard of the expression setting yourself on fire to keep others warm, that's people pleasing in a nutshell. Now, I'd say I'm a recovering people pleaser now. I'm definitely aware that it's an issue and something that I need to actively work on and grow out of, but it is still a struggle, I'll just be honest. And for those of you who may be in the same boat as me where you've struggled with this or by nature that's just how you are, I get it. It's I. It feels good to be available to help people and to give your time to something. But we got to draw the line somewhere. So that brings us to the question of why is it so hard to say no? And why is it so uncomfortable? It's such a simple concept, yet we tend to get bit out of shape whenever we're told no, or when we have to tell somebody else no. <laughs> it's like it physically hurts, <laughs> and we get all just uncomfortable and It's just, and we just always want to avoid it. And so why is that? Well, as I was brainstorming for this episode, I just tried to think of some reasons why that might be the case. And just from my own life experience, um, this is the list that I came up with. Number one, you're always the person to do it, whatever it is. Maybe you always plan a certain event for work or church or for your family And you just do such a great job of it that nobody even thinks of asking anyone else to do it. You're just always the go-to person. You get all the details right. You just put so much thought and effort into it. And it always turns out to be a success. And just the thought of saying no, um, you just can't imagine doing it because you've come to be that person that everyone depends on to plan this particular event or to do this thing, whatever it may be. An alternative reason might be that you know you do such a great job, so pride could keep you from wanting to concede the responsibility to someone else. Here's the thing, maybe you are really good at something and you being the go-to person is totally warranted, but that doesn't mean that someone else can't step in and give it a try every once in a while. Maybe the event in this case wouldn't be as good if someone else planned it. But on the other hand, maybe it would be better. Sometimes saying no is a twofold effect. On the one hand, it gives us a chance to step back and to take a break that we didn't realize we needed. And on the other hand, it gives someone else a chance to step up and to uh, do something that they maybe never had the chance to do because we were always the ones doing it. It's not always imperative that we're the ones to do something. Sometimes saying no could be opening a door for someone that wouldn't have been opened otherwise. Number two on my list of why we may find it so uncomfortable to say no is because we feel guilty. So in this instance, maybe nobody is stepping up to do anything and we don't want to add to the problem by also declining to do something. So this makes me think of situations that call for volunteers. I work at a university, so occasionally we have um, evening and weekend events that require staffing, but sometimes it's hard to round up enough people to help with the event because weekends are precious, as we working adults understand, and maybe a lot of people already have plans made or their plans just involve not volunteering at that event. But there is really no reason to feel guilty about saying no, especially to a volunteer commitment. Now, use your discretion on this one and your best judgment. I mean, for all of these reasons, really. Uh, you really just have to read the room, read the situation, and determine um, if you should say no or not, truthfully. It, it always comes down to a choice. and. I'm not the point of this episode isn't to just encourage you to say no, just to spite people <laughs> like there's, you know, there's still times when you got to you know use your best judgment. But in the instance of, you know, feeling guilty, it's okay if you can't always give your time to something, you know, people, there will be other people who can fill in for you or just step up and do it when you can't. So don't, no need to lose sleep over that, no need to worry or be anxious. If you have something else going on, or if you really just need to take some time to rest and take care of yourself, there's no reason to feel guilty. Just say no. Number three, you don't want to disappoint or let down the person asking. There's no denying this one. Yes, you're going to encounter, we're all going to encounter situations where people are disappointed that we can't help with something. But again, we need to put ourselves first because if we don't do that, then we're no good to anyone else anyways. (laughs) Um, If you, if we try to take on too many commitments or, you know, if we're afraid to say no or or trying to uh, not let people down, then we can get into the territory of overextending ourselves. And when we're overextended, we can't give our complete attention or best effort to whatever it is we're doing. And when you're taking time out of your schedule to help someone or to uh, do a favor for them, you want to do the best you can. <laughs> you don't want to halfway do it or do it haphazardly because otherwise it would have just been better for you to not do it at all. Reason number four, we're afraid of what people will think of us if we say no. So in this scenario, maybe you're invited to grab lunch with a group of co-workers, but you're really not interested and you would just prefer to eat lunch by yourself or with just anyone else. However, you don't want to give the impression that you're standoffish or antisocial or unapproachable and so you just go along with it because if you say no, you're afraid that those are the impressions that your coworkers will leave with. The common denominator with all of these situations is that people will think what they want to about us and we are totally powerless to change that. The sooner we realize that and come to grips with it, the better. But I especially think it's important to use discretion with who we associate with and the reputations of the people that we choose to um, get close to because that could all come back to bite us if we're not careful and um, if we ignore any warning signs that we see that make us feel uneasy about spending time with these people. So, definitely saying no to a social group or just some coworkers that you don't feel are the best influence. That's, um, there's totally nothing wrong with that. And number five on my list, the last thing that I have is we're afraid of what may happen to us if we say no. So let's say we're at work, um, using work again because we spend so much of our time there anyway, so why not? (laughs) But we're at work and we're asked or even told to do something that's unethical or even illegal maybe. But saying no could cost us our job or, um, yeah, or just tarnish our reputation at work and make it harder for us to get employed elsewhere. Well, if saying no is what allows you to sleep at night and to keep your integrity intact and your conscience clear, then it's always worth it. Not saying it's going to be easy um, because the threat of losing your job over stuff like this is very real and many people have experienced that. But um, at the end of the day, you got to stand by your convictions. And especially as men and women of God, God doesn't need us to give in or go along with something um, suspicious or unethical or illegal for things to work out. He's got us. He'll take care of us. And even though that may be hard to remember in the moment, um, remember that he does not need us to help him out. (laughs) He will take care of us, even if that means that we refuse to do something and we're in the minority. So we just went over several examples and instances of why it might be uncomfortable to say no and why it it may be difficult. And, you know, learning to say no and to mean it and uh, to be comfortable doing it is a lifelong process. You know, if you're someone who struggles with it, this is something that you actively have to work on and to be conscious of and willing to address Because if you don't do it, well, there are some consequences that come with um, being everybody's yes man for the rest of your life. So for one, you'll become a slave to people's expectations. So people will literally expect you to be available for them whenever they need you. If you never turn anyone down, if you never um, block off your calendar for time to yourself, or if you never put up any boundaries... You are leaving yourself open to just be taken advantage of um, in whatever way people need you, whatever they can think of. On a similar note, you'll open yourself up to fix everyone's problems. If you're always the problem solver and the go-to person, why would anyone think to ask somebody else? You know, they get a guaranteed yes with you. So why would they need to look at, you know, asking someone else to help them with something? You're always there. And then lastly, you'll chip away at the margin in your life. So you'll be so busy tending to everyone else's needs and trying to help them out and do favors and run errands that you'll look up and realize that you never devote any time to yourself. You never have any quiet time. You're always using up your free time to go see what someone else needs or to say yes to yet another commitment that you didn't need to agree to. So the moral of the story is that no's are necessary. It's healthy to live a life with margin and living with margin just means that we leave space in our lives for the unexpected, for the spontaneous, for things to happen that we couldn't possibly plan for just for life to happen. If we're so overextended and just busy all the time and always tending to what everyone else needs that we don't make time for ourselves or we don't leave you know, any space in our lives for things to go um you know, outside of uh, not according to plan, then we're always going to be living on edge and irritable and frustrated, and that's just no way to live. Um, We got to have some margins, and that means putting up boundaries in our life. So just to illustrate this a little bit better, there could be different types of margin in your life. So for example, financial margin. If you're not, if you don't know how to say no with your finances, then that means that pretty much you'll be living paycheck to paycheck. You know, there's no money left over to put into savings, your impulse buying, just crazy spending all the time and you're not careful with your money, then there goes your financial margin. If you struggle saying no with your time, then you won't have any time margin in your life. You'll always be at everyone else's um, mercy. (laughs) Any demands that they have, uh, they're expecting you to meet them. And whatever commitments you take on, again, that's cutting into more of your time, So if you don't uh, manage your time properly or wisely, then that will really wreak havoc on your time margin. And then a third example is emotional margin. So anybody in your life who's needy or clingy or always wanting something from you, if you don't learn to say no to those people from time to time, then (laughs) there's gonna be no emotional margin in your life. You'll just always be up to here with your emotions and just always on edge and just so emotionally fragile that it's not going to be healthy for you or for anyone who lives with you. Bottom line, it is not possible to live a life with margin while saying yes to everything. So put up some boundaries. So the central scripture of this episode is Matthew 537. And in this passage, Jesus is talking about, uh, he's speaking against swearing oaths when we tell people we're going to help them or do something for them you know, the whole, yeah, I swear I'll get it back to you by Friday. That whole thing where we casually just say, I swear, I swear, I swear. Jesus is speaking against that. He says, but let your yes be yes and your no, no. Anything more than that is from the evil one. So in other words, when we tell someone we're going to help them, all we need to do is say yes and mean it. Likewise, if we're going to decline something or an opportunity to help, then we should say no and mean it. So if you tell someone, no, you're not going to help them, or no, you can't be there to assist with that thing, then mean it. Don't go back on your word just because you feel bad later on that you said no. You know, whether that's a yes or no, we need to commit to what our words are and to stand behind them. Again, as men and women of God, we should be people of our word. And our word should actually mean something to the people in our lives. Whenever we do favors for people or perform an act of service or do something, take time out of our schedule to work with them on something, it should really, it sh- the motives need to be correct. So if we're saying yes out of obligation or pride or guilt, then that just totally under- undermines whatever pure motives there may have been in that. And we would have just been better off not helping them at all. At the end of the day, being able to say no to things will help us maintain margin in our lives in a multitude of areas. And we'll be able to enjoy the peace of mind that comes along with that. Well, guys, that is it from me for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to the end. And uh, just go ahead and show some love by subscribing to the YouTube channel. Share this episode with your family, friends, coworkers, anyone in your circle who you want to share this message with. And I am working on getting the social media up and running for this so that you can reach out and send me DMs on uh, episode suggestions and topics. So I look forward to uh, announcing when that will be up and running. But in the meantime, you guys, take care of yourselves in these next couple weeks, and I will see you next time. Peace.